Hi, I'm Jimena Santibáñez, and this is Healthy Digital Life, a space where we're going to share a little bit of how to enjoy social media and digital technology and use them in the wisest, healthiest, and happiest way we can. Um, today, I want to talk about a couple of things that I've been sharing with a lot of friends and a lot of people that I'm working with. Um, these are some of the struggles that we all share. We've all been there. Uh, I've just been around a little bit longer and I've been both on the consulting side and on the producing side. So I can tell you a little bit of the experience that even great artists have had um, when trying to deal and just connect through social media. Um, what I want to talk about today is about why it's not such a bad thing that we are becoming brands, why it's not bad to think about human beings, about each one of us and our projects as brands. It's really not a negative thing. I'm an economist. And one of the things that I always share with my clients is that I do analyze people as if we were products, which doesn't necessarily mean that we are so less products. It doesn't mean either that uh, we have to see ourselves as materialized or as something um, void or something that is just artificially made. Uh, a product is not that. That's what we've been... When we talk about pop music, for example, we always talked about how you make products and you make these plastic artists. That was like the derogatory form of referring to them. And it's really not about that. The, the masterminds that create great success and great marketing projects don't necessarily have to fit into that. It's not about uh, creating an artificial... Um, product like a, a pop singer who is not the age that they claim to be that you totally design to fit a mold and that you make like this cute guy or this hot girl so that that can sell um, that's not really what branding is about and that's where it went south so to speak um, that's where it went wrong that's where things don't work when you're talking about marketing and branding yourself and that's not what true marketing is about um Everything that we're going to be talking about today is really about how to be okay when you're selling yourself, when you're promoting even just a, a passion project, even if you're not selling it, when you're creating your own social media contents. That is when you become a brand, even if you're not selling anything. You are kind of selling yourself. Um, and that's what the future holds for a lot of our kids. So it's a good time for us to understand that they will need to sell themselves their, their, themselves as well. Um, that they will need to sell themselves as well. And it's not a bad thing. We all do it all the time. When you meet someone, you're selling yourself. You're, sh you're selling your story. You're sharing who you are, your values, your passions. And that is not a bad thing. That doesn't mean that you have to buy into the world's view of who you are or that you have to pretend to be someone you're not. It's just that you're trying to find what your values are, what your sales pitch is. That's really your sales pitch. Who are you? What can you offer to this other person? What are your views, your past, your stories? What do you enjoy? Uh, where do you stand on significant issues? That's who your brand is. That's who you are. It doesn't have to be two separate people. And that's precisely the first um, topic I want to talk about. There are many problems online because people think that they're creating this alternative persona 
of who they are online. And that's not the case. That's, again, the negative way to see social media. I'm going to be someone else online, not who I am in the real world. And that's not what we need to do. What we need to do, again, is who am I? What do I care for when I walk on the streets? What do I care for when I um, turn on the TV or the radio? What kind of music would I choose? What language would I use? How do I talk when I'm with my family, with my friends, with my coworkers? That's who I am. And I need to be the same person online and offline. It happens that when we're behind a screen, we get this um, boldness, this courage, so to speak, to say things that we wouldn't say up front. And that's where we get all these trolls and all these cyberbullying because we feel that empowerment of not being seen or directly attacked or respond directly to what we're doing. And that's not what we should be doing. Um, whatever you cannot tell to someone's face, don't say it online. Whatever you would not be legally bound for doing or saying, don't do it online. That's really the case of being coherent with who you are online and offline. It's the same person. It's the same brain. It's the same soul. So you need to keep that in mind when you're creating your contents online and when you're interacting with others. Don't speak in a way that you wouldn't if you had them face to face. That's really the thumb rule. And that's not just for selling. It's also just for regular interactions with other people online. And that's really one of the most valuable lessons that we can pass along to um, younger generations because they really struggle with that. They're really trying to find themselves and they create this multiple personality where there's someone online and someone offline and they end up not knowing who they are really. Um, the second thing that I wanted to talk about today is um, how is it that we talk about ourselves. Many, many of the people that I've worked with struggle with using their name as their brand. I actually wrote an article about that early on because it's really one of the biggest issues that we struggle with. Um, I, I have found that there's a freedom on using your, your name as your brand because we are very complex people. We're not just a mom or a sister. We're not just a working woman. We're not just um, someone who plays sports or enjoys nature or likes music or plays the piano. We're really not this one-dimensional character that we can fit into a mold. So the fact that we use our name actually gives us a lot of freedom to do that because then we can have different lines and different products by us, created by us. And we can put most of our effort to develop our own brand instead of just developing this business brand that is stuck to this one product or this one service or this one characteristic. So it's very liberating, but it's not for everyone. It does take a lot, a lot of um, personal work to figure out how to put your name and your face out there. And that's really one of the biggest things with social media. The best content, the best engagement that you will get is when you show your face. And that's a fact. I mean, it's it's just a, a simple uh, fact of how we're built. And it's also why social media works the way it does, because it's connecting people. So when you see the person that's actually creating the contents, that does make a huge difference. That is really relevant to your users, to your followers. They really want to see you. They want to connect with you. Um, 
whatever brand name you choose to create, you are behind it. So being showing your face, becoming comfortable with your voice, with your values, with who you are, is really, really relevant and really necessary to generate your own brand and to put your name as your brand in your projects. But I totally recommend it. I know that it was a very, very complicated process for myself. I used to like my voice, but not my face. So it took me a while to get there and to be able to feel comfortable with selfies and um, just doing videos and talking to myself um, on a screen so I could figure out what was going on. It is really disconcerting. It is a process and it does make you work with a lot of your own inner struggles, but it's totally worth it. I totally recommend it. But again, it's not magical. It's not one size fits, fits all. Um, we all are different and we're in different stages in our lives. So if you don't feel comfortable with it, just try to get into it little by little. I promise it will be worth it. And um, the third thing that I usually find when people are trying to develop their own brand is that they struggle a lot with these huge benchmarks. You know, um, we're following great people like Gabby Bernstein, Marie Forleo, Oprah, and all these people who have done a lot Um who sometimes maybe we don't see their earliest work and we see super produced videos and we see all these brands that are so well-rounded and so well thought and they're product of a teamwork. They're not doing it alone. And it's very different when you're starting your own brand and your own business on your own and you don't have much of um, external input or you don't trust people with your project because it's your baby. So it's hard to come um, into a community where they can understand that when people actually respect your baby <laughs> and at the same time allow you to polish it and take it to the to the right place. But there are a lot of really good um, communities that you can develop with friends and people who are like-minded and you can create really good masterminds to get your project there. Um, but it is a, a big thing that you stop yourself from doing something because someone else is already doing it, because they're doing it better, because they've done it longer, because they're making things that are more profitable. And there's always really a good reason for you not to do things. You can always find something not to do things. Um, but it's worth it to push yourself a little bit. And this is something that I've, I've talked um, a lot about. I really admire this from the millennials. The fact that they're not scared of doing things allows them to create and generate really amazing things. At the same time, it allows them to do very crazy things that are not the best uh, recommendations to have recorded for the rest of your life. But it, we do need to learn a little bit from them. Social media is a very liberating world. And yes, it's contradictory because I try to keep people off social media for a lot of their private lives because stuff just stays up there. Um, but it's not bad if you're ruined a post. If it doesn't work, you can just take it down. Um, if you did a video that is not awesome, then you just move on and you just keep learning about how to talk better on screen and how to come up with a better message. And you learn from those experiences. But you're starting to interact with people. You're starting to have your customers firsthand know if they like you or not. And yes, that also requires a lot of self-esteem, a lot of work with your own um, judgment of yourself. Um, but again, you can come up with a million reasons not to do something. 
there will always be someone who's doing it better, faster, or whatever. But you you haven't done it yourself. I, I think it was uh, a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert in one of her books where she talks a lot about this. She actually has a whole chapter on it. Um, and it's really, really good. It's Big Magic. The book is Big, big Magic, and I totally recommend you if you want to read it um, because it talks a lot about that, about how it is that you haven't done this particular project and your voice can really bring a lot to it more than you can imagine. Someone might not relate to what's, what I create, uh, but when they hear it from you, they might actually love it because it's the way they want to talk about it. It's the way they were expecting to hear from it. So that's why it's not a problem that so many of us are doing the same thing. I don't see uh, many digital marketers or um, digital coaches as my competition. There's a lot of work to be done and I'm not going to do it myself. So it's really good if you can find other people who are working on what you're doing. You're not competition. On social media, that term is basically gone because we're all building on each other's work. We're all creating communities. We're all creating different languages and different contents. And that's really the point of it, that we can share and that we can bring our different voices and our different experiences into it. That really enriches the conversation, the topics, the learning experience, and what we have to bring to each other. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope um, that you enjoyed this. If you can share it with other people who are needing to listen to this, um, I really appreciate it. Um, I enjoy a lot being able to share more deeply in this um, setting with you what I have to share. There's a lot of blogs about this in my website. I encourage you to visit it. Um, but I, I love this setting because it's more intimate and you can actually go further with really essential topics. So if you want to um, cover something that you've been thinking about, struggling about, please do share it in comments or just email me. Um, and I'll be very, very glad to read from you. I hope to get some feedback on this. And I really enjoy being able to start receiving feedback with the first um, podcast that I uploaded about a month ago. So I'm, I'm very happy that this is working and that this is finding uh, the right people who were needing to listen to this. And I thank you for your time. <laughs>